Hi, everybody. This is Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and uh, Accessible World. Today is February 1st, 2021. And we're here today to talk about an exciting product that uh, many of you, I think, have already received. And for those of you who haven't, you'll want to know more about it. And to introduce our guest tonight, here's John Gassman. Our, our guest tonight is Shane Lowe, and Shane is the Community Operations Manager of Mediate, and that's the company that makes uh, an app that has taken the blind community by storm, literally, uh, especially in New York tonight, um, and it's called SuperSense, and he'll tell us all about SuperSense, and another app that just came out about a week ago, which I've enjoyed played, playing with very much, called Super LiDAR. So let's all welcome to Tech Talk, Shane Lowe. Hey, John, Larry, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks so much to the to the 30 or so people who are tuned in right now. And uh, for anyone who tunes in later, really appreciate you guys giving me your time and, uh, and your interest. Because I understand that there are a lot of products that do similar things um, to SuperSense. So I really, really appreciate people who are coming in for the innovation. Thank you for that. Um, I will let me start. I don't want to I don't want to chat for a terribly long time because I want to give you guys a chance as well to to communicate, to have a discussion. So, I have just a moment to give you the history of Mediate and then I'm going to jump into SuperSense and SuperLiDAR. And the reason I'm talking to you about the history of Mediate is because our history is SuperSense and SuperLiDAR. Our history is completely dictated by what you have asked for, what the users have asked for. Um, we didn't develop anything that wasn't asked for by the majority of our people. So if you think one of our features is crap, you can turn to your fellow users. That's who you can blame for that. And um, so we the re- we started actually because our, our we, have, we had two co-founders, one of which was he focused on entrepreneurship um, in underserved communities. And the other focused on AI development. He worked on computer vision and AI systems. And they came together, did some research, and realized that their work combined could benefit the blindness community. And so they were, they were in Cambridge. They were working out of MIT. And um, they started developing SuperSense after talking with some people from the blind community in Massachusetts. So they... SuperSense started with two two features. Um, it launched exclusively on Android. There was no iOS SuperSense in 2019. It was just on Android. And it had the Explore feature and it had the Find feature. And the Explore feature, if you don't know, can see objects in your vicinity. It'll describe your environment to you just as you pan the camera. It will describe anything, chairs, staircases, doorways, people, Pets, tables, laptops, all kinds of stuff. And I'll demonstrate that here for you later on. And then we also have the find feature, which lets you choose a specific category of these things and go look for things in that category. So you can find only people if you're looking for assistance in an airport. You can look for desks or tables if you want to find a reception desk in a hotel um, a lot of people tell me that they use this thing in public bathrooms, so you can do that as well. You can find appliances there. All kinds of uses for this when you're traveling. I use it a lot in airports and hotels also. 
um, really useful. And then later on, you know, we were developing this user base for SuperSense on the Android side. Um, a lot of people around the world use Android who are blind. Um, a lot, you may not know, m- most blind people who have smartphones in the U.S. use iPhones, but globally, that's completely different. Um, around the world, a lot of blind people are using Androids. And so we we talked to a lot of people around the world, and we got to connect with so many different people and so many different cultures that were just incredibly helpful to us to help us shape our vision and what we wanted to do. And what people were telling us was that they wanted something that could reliably scan and read. Um, they weren't, you know, they weren't satisfied with the solutions they had, or they didn't feel that they could completely trust them. Um, and so that's what people were, were, were saying they needed. They were asking us, can this scan text? Can this scan barcodes? Um, and they were, they were telling us all these things. And so we turned our, our attention to SuperSense that we have today. So in the present, in 2021, February of 2021 now, uh, we have SuperSense, of course, on iOS and Android. If you haven't downloaded it yet, you can get SuperSense, one word, AI on the App Store or the Play Store. And it has a lot of exciting features I'm going to tell you about. We have now the, the smart scanner is what you launch into by default. And that is what you're going to see. It'll be able to scan documents, quick text, currency, barcodes, and objects from that object explorer I was telling you about a moment ago, all without you hitting a single button. So when you launch SuperSense, it'll be able to do that. And then, of course, you can select any of those features individually. You can select the multi-page scanner so you can scan entire books that way. If you'd like, um, you can select read history, of course, so you can see any of that stuff except for objects. Anything like that is stored in SuperSense until you close the app. It's cleared when you close the app for privacy reasons. Um, so you can access that again. So you'll, you are able to examine, you know, if you forgot to look at something or if you forgot to save it, um, you can look at it in read history. You can also import photos. You can import PDFs. Uh, the PDFs go up to, I think we, we just updated. It's now 400 pages um, that it can scan really quickly, actually, in, in less than a minute now is the the latest result that I've gotten. So you can scan 400 page PDFs in under a minute, which is lots of fun. Um, Really helpful for, I've been reading some novels that way uh, recently. And then of course you have your explore and find features from, from Android that you have in there as well. So that's the general rundown of SuperSense. John, Larry, what's, what's the format here? Do you want me to go ahead and do a little, a little demo stuff on that before we move on to super lidar and sure. research stuff. Uh, yeah, let's do that. And then at some point, you know, you can take questions after segments, or you oh, can yeah. wait and do it to the end. It just depends on what you want to do. Uh, sure, I'll take just a quick minute to uh, show you a couple of our features. So what sure. I'm going to do, I didn't talk. What is it? Eight oh nine. I usually talk for a little bit longer than than you know five or six minutes, but a lot of the stuff I'm going to explain to you. In our new tutorial, we have uh, just, I I just um, uh, submitted our first draft of the new audio tutorial for SuperSense. And so I'm going to play you some of that to demonstrate how SuperSense works really quickly. Um, I apologize. I ordinarily do this live. It's a lot more fun that way. 
Um, but unfortunately, we had a, I had a debacle with Zoom. Um, so my new my new mixer is on the way. So we'll be able to take care of that in the future, if we uh, you know on future appearances. For now, though, you get to hear this before anybody else has. So, also on this screen, the start screen when you first open up the app, the second button from the left. Explore button. Tap to open explore screen. The explore button. button. We're going to jump into that first. So when you open that up. Explore the object explore menu. It's going to be in object explore mode. That means it's going to be looking for things in your area. It can recognize over 600 objects, which is really cool. So let's see what it sees in my vicinity. Laptop. Computer keyboard. Yep, I got my laptop and the keyboard there. Just panning my camera around. Oh, found something. A chair, yep. There's a chair right next to me. I'm just panning around my area um, and just showing SuperSense what's around, and it's recognizing things, all kinds of stuff here. Trying to get one more thing. Window blind. And my window blind. Nice. Perfect. And then the other thing that I want to demonstrate here is if I scroll through the screen now. Read button. Tap to open read screen. That opens up our read screen. We're going to be going in there in just a moment. Stop button. Stop button. Object Explorer. Premium find. Premium feature. All right. Person category. I'm going to select the find category. This does the same thing. Human hand and more. Just a little bit differently. It looks for specific things. So you can choose a category here. There's a people category. There's a category for staircases and ladders. There's a category for trash cans, vehicles, doorways, all kinds of stuff. Um, And it works just a little bit differently when it finds whatever it's looking for in that category. It won't report anything else. But when it finds what you're looking for, it will beep and vibrate in your hand as well as report what it is. I'm going to look for the obvious thing. I know there's one of these in the room and I know exactly where it is. A person. Back. So I'm button. going to choose that option. Person category. Person. Human face. Human hand and more. All right. Start. Looking for objects in person category. Please and I'm scan just going to point it at myself because I, I hope I'm the only person in this room. Human face. Yep. It's just going to beep and vibrate. It sees me. So human face. There we go. Perfect. And that's how you use the explore feature and the find feature. Remember to pan that camera around. Hold, I just hold my phone straight vertically and it will use your back camera, the back camera on the phone. Now then. Menu. Read button. Onto the read Tap screen. To open, read button. Multi-menu. Scanning we have on. multi-page scanning. That's actually the thing that I want to try first. So when you're on this screen, um, the only thing that's different is that the, the button that was the read button has changed to the explore button. So... You, so I'm going to pause this just for a quick second um, and scroll for a moment because I just told you a little bit about the smart scanner and I'm going to take the opportunity in the tutorial to talk about the smart scanner. Um, And I also want to tell you quickly about the document reader. One of the cool things that it's going to do, um, it gives smart guidance. It's going to give me some directions on how to point the camera to get the clearest image possible um, when I am when I'm scanning this book that I'm about to take a look at, objects like I showed you in Object Explorer a moment ago, documents if it detects yep. long smart text. scanner, Babel scanner for that. In this situation, because it's just a little bit different than the document reader, but it works essentially the same. So I'm going to walk you through this process. So if you click on single page document or multi page scanner, this process right now is going to look the same. When I hit the start button, stop. Scanning and I'm going to select. I've got a book here. I'm just going to select a page from it. All right, and hold it up. Move one inch to the left. I've got my camera Move one, one inch to the left. foot or so above it. I'm holding my phone flat. Wow, I nailed it. 
cam- the back camera is facing the page, of course. And I'm holding my phone parallel to that page. So right now it's playing some groovy Total music. scan page count is one. Finish scanning. Now Button. here's where it's different. If you were in the single page mode, it would display this document. Uh, but since I'm in multi-page, it's going to give me the option to scan another page if I want. So I am going to do that. I'm going to turn the page, hold it steady, and swipe right one time. Add new document page. Button. Add a new page. Add new document page. Dim. I'm going to see. I'm going to intentionally be off and see if it gives me some directions here. Rotate to one clock position. Yes, when it tells me to rotate, I'm going to keep the phone flat. I'm just going to rotate turn to it one clock like position. the hand of a clock. I'm just going to rotate it in my hand. Processing. Nailed it. Wow, it's almost like I work here or something. It's going quick. Give me that 12-bar blue. Total scan page count is two. Finish scanning. Button. All right. I want to do one more page just for fun, and then we will check this document out. I love this how accurate this document reader is as well because it usually gives me at the most now two errors per page, which is really cool. Add new document page button. Here Add new go. document page dimmed. Move one inch forward. Move one inch forward. Okay, moving forward. Processing. And there we go. We got it. So I'm going to close up this book and finish the scanning. Total scan page count is three. Finish scanning button. Gonna click that. Beginning of the document. Wonderful. Back. So at this point, just for the sake of time, I'm just gonna describe what's gonna happen. It's now putting me in the in the document viewer with the text of the pages. I'm able to share really a very wide range of sharing options there. So I can share individual sentences or paragraphs, um, how the SuperSense will automatically divide that up when it scans it. Um, and then you can click on contact info from directly within that viewer um, if there is contact info. And you can share it as a PDF. You can email it. You can text it. You can open it up and open it, upload it, excuse me, to the cloud if you'd like. Um, so a lot of diverse sharing options there. Um, the other thing I want to talk about really quickly, and then we'll wrap up with uh, with SuperSense, is the barcode reader. So the cool thing about the barcode reader is you're able to scan barcodes with the help of beep guidance. So it'll beep when it sees the perimeter of a barcode, if it sees like the border of one. Um, and from there, you're able to kind of zoom in on it to find that barcode, to really get a lock on the barcode. And then it gives you a variety of info, um, which is very, very useful about the barcode. We're working on adding cooking directions. That's been a popular request. Um, I know I would use it. So I'm going to actually show you my experience with the barcode reader here as well. It's on our website, supersense. You should definitely check that out. Ah, That's a useful plug, actually. I'm going to play that plug that I conveniently inserted there as well. Quickly, I have some trusty catch-up here. Select feature, currency, smart scan, barcode, premium barcode mode on. All right. So let me show you how this barcode works. So I'm holding this up above the product, by the way. Uh, this would be a great time to say that we have a great blog post on our website, supersense.app, where you can see where barcodes traditionally are on different kinds of products. You should definitely check that out if you scan a lot of barcodes. We also have lots of interesting blog posts all over that website. So check that out. Sign up to our newsletter and follow us on social media too, at Supersense AI on Facebook and Twitter. Back to the tutorial now. So you're hearing some beeps 
here, that means it sees a barcode. It sees the edge of a barcode or the border. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to move my phone a little bit closer to the product. So it's getting a wider image of what it's got. I'm going to zoom in. Doc, beginning of the document. And there we go. Product. Pints tomato ketchup. And the SuperSense voice is reading ounces. my product here. I'm going to swipe to stop product. it. Pints tomato ketchup 32. Doc. Description. Tomato ketchup, tomato ketchup. Yep. Told me twice just for good measure. Nutrition facts, got energy nutrition 118 cal, calories, protein 0.00, .00 grams, total lipid, fat, ingredients, um, and tomato concentrate from well. red ripe tomatoes, distilled vinegar, play, And button. one of the things that I love, remember that play marks the end of, the, of your text. One of the things that I love about this is that you can share it as well. So if you want to save that information, if you want to do anything with it, send it to a friend, put it in your notes for the future, you can do that. I do love that about the barcode feature. That's lovely. Um, so that's going to wrap up what I'm thinking to talk about for SuperSense. But what I'll do before we get into research, Super LiDAR, uh, innovation type stuff, let me go ahead and take some questions about SuperSense. So get ready to um, follow the, the uh, Tech Talk format for asking questions. Yeah, Shane, yeah, we have two hands. You, Shane, I don't know if you mentioned that when you scan something or when you do your bars code, it only saves it for that session. It doesn't save it forever. Yes. So anything in read history um, will be deleted when you close the app. So anytime that you close the app, your read history is cleared. So the barcode is, is deleted. Your read is your uh, documents, anything that you didn't save um, intentionally will be deleted when you close the app. One of the things that, that I've noticed with various apps, uh, uh, and I haven't played with it a, a ton with SuperSense yet, but I have sometimes trouble actually getting the camera aligned correctly. And I guess maybe I had been putting it too close to the thing I'm trying to scan. And apparently that's not really what you want to do, right? You have to actually move it a little further away. Yeah, so usually a foot away is probably the best option. And uh, SuperSense will will usually tell you that as well. Um, it'll tell you to, to pull back a little bit from the document, move further away from the document. Oh, my. So you get a, a yeah, wider was view of the it entire page that way. Three, four inches away because that's what I just assumed. I figured the closer the better, but that's not always oh, true. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It, it, I'm pretending that the camera is blind as I am, and as well. yeah, <laughs> I just, would need it close, so why wouldn't the camera? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So that helps a ton. John noticed that the yes. other day. He moved it about a foot away, and all of a sudden, things that he couldn't get to read read perfectly. Yeah, a so, foot away. Yeah. A foot okay. away is, is the goal. I get a maximum of two errors per page now when I'm. That's terrific. You know, as long as I'm aligned well. Um, it's fantastic. So, Ron, we do have a few hands. Let's go to some questions. I'll take this time to say that um, SuperSense is, I forgot to mention this, conveniently. Um, no, I did actually forget to mention this. SuperSense is a paid app. Um, you'll learn why soon because I'm going to talk to you about some of our research. But um, So if you want to pay for SuperSense, you get a seven-day free trial. And then after that, you can subscribe for $5 monthly, $50 annually, or you can buy lifetime access for $100. And that includes, of course, all new features, all bug fixes, all updates. Okay. Yeah, we got, I think, four or five now. So, sure. Sorry, Shane. Ahead. This is Alan. Didn't mean to walk over you. Uh, hey, man, don't area, worry about it. Nice to meet area you. Co 
Eric, nice to meet you. Area code 207 is first. Unmute yourself and ask your question, please. I'll also say that if you forget to ask a question or, you know, if we if we happen to move on before you have a chance to ask your question, you can request a call from within the menu in SuperSense, and I'll give you a call back as soon as possible. So I'd love to talk to you. Whether we get to chat tonight or not, please request a call. I'd love to talk to you, answer questions, get your feedback on anything. Absolutely, our goal is to connect with people, the people who are using the app. So request a call, never hesitate to reach out to us. Oh, cool. You can do that from within the I, app. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm 207. May I go ahead? Yes, yes. absolutely. Nice to meet you. I'm so, Hi, it's, this is really fascinating. I, I had trouble unmeeting. Um, this might seem like a, a silly question, but it's, it's, of course, very important to all of us. Um, when it identifies a chair, is it possible for it to sort of say something, since it can identify a person, to give you a sense of whether the, the chair is available for you to sit in or whether it's occupied? Is there some oh, yeah. So of, if, if can you do someone's like in the chair... Yeah. If someone's in the chair, it'll tell you there's a person. Doug, Douglas Howard's next. Douglas, uh, unmute yourself and ask your question. Hey, Douglas, thanks for coming, man. Good to have you here. My question for you was um, the cost for the app uh, lifetime. Is that uh, um, in U.S. dollars or because I'm in Ontario, Canada? Yes, it's 100 U.S. dollars. Okay, I wish it was so, 100 Canadian dollars. It'd be a little bit cheaper that way. That'd be nice. Um, if somebody pays for it monthly and then they decide to go lifetime, can that be credited to it or no? Do they have to, like, like say for a oh, couple of no. months? The, okay. the, monthly, the monthly, if you pay monthly, it doesn't credit toward a lifetime oh, okay. subscription. No. Okay. That would be, yeah, it would, unfortunately for us, it would kind of, the the benefit there if if people if people subscribe monthly the benefit there is that it's it's almost like sending us help every month so it it helps us prolong our development if you if you subscribe it's not the best you know as a as a customer you know i always try to go for lifetime options over subscriptions but from the business perspective yeah the subscriptions are really what help us and really maintain us because we're getting regular money. So if we had the subscriptions count toward lifetime access, then there would be really no point in having subscriptions. You know, we could just make payment plans and move on. Um, and that it wouldn't really help sense. us very yeah. much. I, I I'm see sorry. your point there. That, no, 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 nothing to be sorry. That, uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I have this human flaw of uh, enjoying uh, being able to buy my own dinner. So it's, it's a very... Human oh, understandable. Trade of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ron, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Marsha. Thank you so much, Doug. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to know is uh, there are some of my university textbooks that are not available in digital format. And I am wondering if a professor is saying, okay, I want you to read uh, page 237 to 307 or some such insane thing um i am just wondering can you actually uh, uh get it to tell you what page you are on you know as you scan this thing through you know so that i know just what in the heck i'm doing 
I actually have never tried to use SuperSense to read page numbers. Uh, that's a really interesting question because it's never something that I've that I've seen before. Usually, the page numbers are in the top right corner, um, and they're really small. So, what happens is that SuperSense will focus on the page um, for the for the you know for the text of the page, but it may not read the the page number itself. Um, one of the things that I do in that situation, I'm, I'm a college student also. One of the things that I would do in that situation is, um, and this won't work, of course, if you're if you're virtual. Um, but when I was in person, I would just have the professor put a bookmark. I would give them a bookmark and say, put it on the page, uh, the start and end page. And um, I would be able to scan it that way. Right. Well, being that, unfortunately, we're all virtual because of this COVID crap hole that we're all going through. Uh, you know, um, I was just kind of, you know, what is a way I can do this, especially since this particular textbook, unfortunately, is the only thing it's got is hard copy. Yuck. Wow. <laughs> it seems you know, to me, you know, they've they they got that it, you know, to, you know, that that is one of the few ones that are not, that it's not digital. Right. We gotta um, do something about that. Your <laughs> best bet there, honestly, would be to reach out to the publisher. Most publishers, well, in in America at least, publishers legally have to give you a digital copy um, if the hard copies aren't accessible to you. So honestly, that would probably be your best bet. That way, you have you have no reliance on you know any of these external factors. In this case, you know, for a textbook, I would always try to go for the digital option from the publisher. Right. Uh, Marsh, this is Alan. I, I, I think what you're going to have to do, uh, you know, uh, uh, until we're not all virtual like this, get the book in front of you, take a guesstimate, open it up to where you think 100 pages have gone by. If you know, if you know it's on page 108 and then use SuperSense to, or, or somewhere app to scan that page and find what number you're on and then locate the uh, Locate the page. Right. But I mean, so that the thing is in in small type, so a lot of these page numbers may not be read. Now, the really fun option here, the the most exciting thing you could do is manually count each individual page until you get to page 237. That that would be the really, the most (laughs) ideal option. Right. Be my eye, Ira. Right. Right. Well, I, I, I mean, hopefully, if the page is printed, even if it's smaller than the text, I, I would think most decent scanning apps should be able to tell you what number you're you're on. Hopefully, but uh, but, but yeah, I'm not going to swear to it. But yeah, that, that's a workaround. But uh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. sometimes sometimes you end up swearing at it rather than by it. Yeah, theoretically, you know, I've I've experienced, um, you know, when I've used apps like seeing AI, KNFP for these kinds of things. Um, I haven't found that they've read the page number because they tend to get in the way of the text. So some of them will actually intentionally exclude the page, the page number. Um, so you can, you can definitely experiment with that. As far as I know, SuperSense doesn't intentionally exclude it, um, but it's also outside of the frame of the main text that it's going to be focusing on. So um, my, my definitive answer would be contact the publisher. That would be the most foolproof idea that I can give you. Right. All right. Well, okay. That, Thank you, Marsha. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Okay, is Daniel there? He's next. Yes. Hey, Daniel. Hello. If you're uh, taking a picture of a person or an object, does the camera do the same thing for the reading? Does it tell you to move it closer, further away, to the left, to the right, until it focuses on what you're looking at? Or the, so you're saying so so when when you're reading uh, documents, mm-hmm. it will give you those directions. Yeah. Um, but we're actually working on those kinds of things for objects as well, so that if you'd like, you can take a picture of that the object. That would be amazing. That would be. I'll really make a nice. note. Currently, I'm I'm taking note of anyone who's interested in that feature because um, our all of our new features that we develop are based on popular demand. So, you know, the more people that request it, the more likely it is to happen. I would love so it. So I'll make sure. I would love it. I took a picture. I took a picture by mistake. One, Actually, I took a picture. I aimed at somebody and it ended up in a national magazine. They never knew a blind guy took the picture, but it was by mistake. Now I could do it purposely. This would be great. Yeah. This would be terrific. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's look. Jerry Hogan. First, I could say to Marjorie, Ira or Be My Eye can help you on the page. Uh, I'd like to ask you for on on Super Send. I just downloaded it, by the way. Thank you. And uh, I want to check it out. I'm interested in going with the $100, but I want to know how stable is your company? Because it seems like like I now envision America, they're going to stop the barcode reader. You know, they don't draw enough money in in a program like your company uh, in the super cent. Now, I invest my uh, hundred dollar into it. You know, I, I like to get four or five years out of it. Uh, and then, is it going to be? Is your company going to be stable for that many years and and longer? And then the other thing is, let's say you shut the app down, you you shut the service down, while well, that app still work or has to work off the data to the internet. All right. I'm going to um, make sure because um, this is, this is a, these are, this question can be answered by two different ways, depending on who you're talking to in the company. You can ask the salesperson this question, or you can ask the human being this question. I'm going to answer your question from the perspective of the human being, because I am also a blind consumer and I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, in terms of you know buying something and then it gets discontinued in in four or five years and uh, in some cases you know I've I've dropped thousands of dollars on something and then if the if the battery goes out or if a you know a, a disc goes out you know it's all over so I know what you're talking about so I'm going to answer your question from my perspective I have seen this company go from two people in a room in a university three years ago. Now we have nearly 20 people on the team. Um, we're international, so we have people here in the U.S., um, but we also have people in Turkey and elsewhere. Um, we've, we're, we're regularly hiring on more developers, uh, more writers for our blog, marketing, all kinds of stuff. So this, this company has only grown over the last three years. Um, and I have no, you know, being on the inside, I've seen no indication of us stopping. We just launched a new partnership with National Science Foundation. There's there's no sign of slowing down. For whatever reason, if 
So if the app doesn't have access to our servers, um, let me let me also say that this is tremendously unlikely because our servers are we we we've dedicated um, funding to our servers to keep them running. So even if the company were to shut down future development, we would still keep the servers running for use of SuperSense. That's a cost that we've already accounted for. So this is this wouldn't happen. Um, but to answer your question about whether SuperSense requires access to our servers, it does for some features and not for others. So currency uh, doesn't require our server. Barcodes don't require our server. Um, they, they go to a different database. Quick read, of course. Um, the only things... The only thing that requires the SuperSense server is the document read. Everything else is within your phone. Um, a lot of people call those guys our competitors, um, but we're really community-driven. So um, we're not actually, you know, our goal is to make the best product that we can. We work specifically with our users. So we're making the product that you ask for. However, you know, that being said, we we share our research. You know, we're very open about what we do. We're a really transparent company um, because that's what we value. You know, we value businesses that connect with the community. Um, we have a lot of research that puts SuperSense above other products um, that because it's taking advantage of that research. Our smart scanner, for example, no other app has time-saving features like our smart scanner. Um, we have the best, most versatile sharing features that you can get for anything you can scan. Anything that you scan with SuperSense, except for, ex- except for an object, excuse me. Anything that you scan with SuperSense, aside from an object, you can save. You can do something with it. Um, also, you're able to get read history with SuperSense. I haven't seen any other app with read history. Um, and then our PDF importer is is much quicker and can handle larger PDFs. I also haven't seen... There are some apps where you can get the text from a photo, but not as conveniently as with SuperSense. So it's in, in general, I would say it's faster, it's more efficient, and we're community-driven, so we actually care what you have to say. Okay, we have two more hands, and I want them to thank be you. able to talk about uh, Super LiDAR. So thank you, Jerry, and we will go on to the next person, Ron. Okay, Marcy is next. Shane. Hi. Great presentation. I have a question. Thank you so much for coming. You're, nice you're to meet welcome. you. Nice to meet you as well. What is the earliest version of Android on which SuperSense will run? We have a Braille note taker that's running Lollipop, and I was wondering if we could load SuperSense on that version. Yes, actually. I believe that you can. Um, we designed... SuperSense to be able to work with all of those, you know, the Braille Note Touch, the uh, the Braille Sense, Polaris. Yeah. Sorry, my yeah, the Polaris my mind is the one that I'm talking about seconds. running Lollipop. I and love hymns. So- Shout out to hymns; they're my favorite. <laughs> um, and also, if you bought a lifetime for iOS, would you have to buy a lifetime for Android as well? Is that the way it works? Subscription. Unfortunately, it is. Okay. The reason for that is because um, Apple and Google, the stores, don't let us share the accounts. 
So we're not able to do that currently, but we're we're working on ideas for that. Okay, it's nice to know that it works on the Polaris. I'm going to try the seven day trial on the Polaris and see how it works. I'm definitely going to get the the lifetime for iOS because it's a great app. I was scanning. Thank you so much. Laptop, look at it. I mean, everything that it's all just like it. Like, <laughs> like oh, that's so cool. Uh, thank you so much. If you have any trouble with that in your Polaris, uh, let me know. Send me an okay, email. I'll give will. you a call. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. Okay, we have a phone user on area code uh, 757. Hi, I played with your app and I love it. Oh, my gosh. I love all this techie stuff, so I'm really... But I I messed with something in it, trying to get something. And it instead of giving me directions, it was giving me buzzes whatever what did i do wrong and how do i fix it um so you're saying instead of oh oh i think i know what happened so supersense doesn't give directions um we don't actually have anything in supersense or superlighter that gives directions um it focuses on showing you where the item is so you can follow the angle of where your phone is to find whatever it sees. So it won't give you directions. The reason it's buzzing like that is because of the, you you probably are in the find feature. So when it sees what it's looking for, it's going to vibrate and it will play a beep sound and tell you what it sees. Um, But it won't give you, you know, any specific directions to that. Um, If you mean guidance directions, those only work in the document reader. We currently only have guidance for the document reader. Oh, okay. Does that answer your question? I'll I hope play so. With it. I'll play with it, yeah, and I'll play with it, and I'll call you if I need So it. how does she get out of Wonderful, find? Wonderful, yeah. How does she get out of find? Please do. Go ahead. How does she oh. get out of find? If she's in the find oh, feature. So now, if you want to get, get out of the find feature, if yeah. you're stuck oh, yeah. in find and you don't know how to get out of that, yeah. you can click on in the top right corner of the screen, there's a read button. So you can click on that, and that'll take you to the read screen um, where you can access oh, okay. the barcode, document, quick read, all those features, smart scan as well. Or if you want to go back to the general explore mode, um, on the bottom of the screen, when you're in find mode, you'll be able to click on the explore button, and it'll switch for you. So I'm moving in a new huge uh, apart, not an apartment building. It's bigger than that. It's humongous at 17 stories of independent living and everything anyway i i probably can use this explorer to get around some huh inside couldn't i yeah yeah absolutely find the desk definitely find the find the elevator well i guess i can hear the elevators dinging or beeping but i'm gonna play with it i'm gonna love it absolutely play with it let me know how it works for you thank you thank you this is Alan. That little, when you were doing your demo a minute ago, that little do-do-do-do tune that was playing, do we all get uh-huh. that, or is that a setting that you have on yours? Yes, you all get that. That just lets you know that SuperSense is working. It's looking okay. for stuff. Okay, thanks. That's cool. Yep, my pleasure. Okay, Absolutely. Carla. Carla is next. Okay. Thank um, you. Something was intriguing to me. You said that you'd have to get a separate license for, I actually have two questions, uh, iOS and for Android. If you had more than one Android device, could you share it on more than one Android device? And also, yes. what's the, what is the lowest um, you know, version of iOS 
that it would work on them? Would it work on an iPod Touch? It requires, what's the latest that the iPod Touch has? I believe we're working on, I believe it requires 12 or later, iOS 12 or later. But it might be 13 now. We just put out an update, which may have made that iOS 13, um, but it was iOS 12. It's one of one of the two. Okay, and you say you can like if you have two um, Android devices, you could share it. Yes. So I do want to go ahead and tell you about Super Lidar really quickly. Well, I have the well, I have the floor, and then I, I will hopefully be able to take questions. I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. So Super Lidar, we just launched it. Of course, it's only on lidar compatible devices, which are the iPhone 12 Pros and the iPad Pros. And what Super LiDAR does is it it's currently a prototype. We have some basic features there for you to experiment with, and we want to get your feedback on how you want us to enhance it, how you want it to evolve. So currently, what Super LiDAR does is it scans your environment in front of it, in front of those back cameras with LiDAR to tell you how far away obstacles are. So... This thing has an incredible field of view. It it can see up just by holding it, you know, out at your chest level, back cameras facing away from you. It can see up above your head, down where the cane or, you know, guide dog would be and off to the side. So you don't have to pan your camera at all. You can just walk whatever direction you're going with super LiDAR going in front of you um, and then using, you know, your cane or your guide dog or whatever. And it will, if the area is completely open, It'll give you a couple of beeps and then it'll start with a high pitch as it detects something. And then the pitch will descend as you get closer to that obstacle. And then when you get within four feet of that obstacle, it will vibrate in your hand. It also tells you when it sees a person and if it can see it, whether or not that person has a mask on. That's currently all Super LiDAR does. Um, It's completely free. It's a free app. We understand that you've spent enough money on your iPhone 12 Pros and your iPad Pros. So Super LiDAR is free. Um, And we'd love to hear what you think about it. So please take a look at Super LiDAR. Um, You can get that on the App Store, of course. Super LiDAR, two words. And then uh, I covered that in two minutes. So I do have time for a couple more questions. Yeah, it's fascinating to listen to that. uh, Listen to it talk to you because it actually does say person is wearing a mask. Yes. So it has been enveloped into the world we now live in. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. We wanted to make sure that it was relevant, you know? Yeah. Okay, we have at least a hand or two. Go ahead, uh, Ron. Yeah, okay. Area code 614. I'm not very familiar with that LiDAR technology, but I think one thing you said probably um, tells me mostly what I need to know. You do have to have the iPhone uh, 12 in order to use that, correct? Um, yes, and unfortunately. And also along with that, um, I assume that is something that isn't available like on the on the Polaris. That's only an iPhone thing. Maybe you yes. can just correct me or tell me what is right about what I asked you. Thank it's you. It's only compatible with the iPhone 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max and the iPad Pro currently. Okay. Um, but we expect that Apple will incorporate LiDAR into all of their future iPhones. So this is going to become a lot more universal as more iPhones come out. 
Now, would it also be the 12 mini then? No, no, just the pros. They okay. can't, they they can't retroactively, they can't retroactively go you. backwards. Right. Unfortunately. I wish they could too. I'm just going to oh, buy yeah, a 12 great. Pro, yeah. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. I don't see any other hands up at this moment. Cool. I will remind you, if you had any questions that you, you weren't able to ask or uh, if you think of something later, or if you have feedback, anything you want to talk to me about, any suggestions, ideas, please request a call. I'd love to hear from you. That is requesting a call from the SuperSense menu. You can also email me. I'll give you my direct email address here. It's my first name, Shane, S-H-A-N-E, at mediate, M-E-D-I-A-T-E dot T-E-C-H. Shane at mediate.tech. Do feel free to email me anytime. Okay, Carlos stuck her hand up. So let's see what she has. Just wanted to know if if super how to spell super LIDAR and if it would work on an iPod Touch 12 or not. Oh no. Wait, on an iPod Touch 12? You said? With iOS 12. Oh, iOS 12. No, I'm sorry. Um, unfortunately, the iPod Touch does not have a, a LiDAR sensor. I'm sorry. Um, How do you spell LiDAR? LiDAR is L-I-D-A-R. Super LiDAR is two words as well. LiDAR has been around for quite a while. What I would do... Yeah, since the 60s. Yeah, what I would do would be to, to Google it and read about it because it's a fascinating read. It is. Absolutely. If I had more time, I'd, I'd go into the history with you because LiDAR is really interesting to talk about. Um, I think it didn't start to become available with iOS 14.2. Yes, I so want to say so. Before that, it would not be available with. I think you're right. Yes. 14.2 on the, on the latest Apple devices. Okay, we have I an area code, right. area code 951. My name is Nancy. Very nice present, presentation. Hi, nice to um, meet you. Thank you. Wow, you too. Thank you. I have an Android phone and, and, and a Braille Touch Plus, but will it ever? Will this? Uh, it's not the best question. Will, will this ever? This um, lighter? Will this ever be on Android? On Android phone? And also, isn't the SuperSense similar? You know, the navigation feature similar on the on the SuperSense anyway? Because I can put that on my phone. I mean, are, are there real major differences? Let me just between that and the LiDAR. Thank you for, for navigation Yeah, thank purposes. you so much. So we're working on, the, there are some similarities. We're working on incorporating the object recognition into Super LiDAR so that you can use Super LiDAR to tell you what the obstacles are, cars, staircases, anything like that, doorways, chairs. We haven't done that currently. But yeah, you can use SuperSense's Explore feature to analyze you know, and determine what objects are around you. It just won't be able to tell you distances or anything like that, like like Super LiDAR would. As for your Android question, um, which is a good one, um, we currently don't have any intention to develop Super LiDAR for Android. And unfortunately, the reason is that uh, the reason for that is that Google um, and the and, and Samsung and the various Android developers don't have any LiDAR equipped devices. There might actually be a couple, but there isn't a wide enough range. You know, with Apple, we have kind of this strong expectation that 
all future iPhones will contain the technology, will we'll have LiDAR sensors. We really don't know what's going to happen with Android because some sometimes they'll release devices that have a feature and then it will be gone in, in you know in the following release. So there's really not that stability for us there. Um, but if we if we if we can find it, then absolutely we'd love to do but that. We'll, thank you. Will there be I won't keep you, but will there be indoor navigation on on SuperSense? That that excites me quite a bit, indoor navigation. Thank you. Yes. We hope so. We hope so. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you, Nancy. And before you go, thank you and thank all of you. Before you go, give us time. give us your contact information one more time, Shane. Of course, yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely uh, give you that. Remember to follow us on social media, SuperSense AI, on Facebook and Twitter. Really appreciate that. You can go to our website, SuperSense.app. Uh, at SuperSense.app, you can sign up for our newsletter. You can read our blog. I do a lot of writing for the blog, and there are a lot of interesting blindness topics there. Please check that out. And of course, you can reach out to me with your feedback. You can request a call from within SuperSense. You can also email me directly, shane at mediate.tech, S-H-A-N-E at mediate.tech. Thank you, Shane. Thanks so much. We're going to let you go so you can get to your next class. But it's been a terrific hour, and we look forward to hearing you again. Yeah, it was lots of fun. Thank you so much. You I'd bet. love to keep in touch. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. We, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Talk soon, man. Okay. Be safe. Thanks. So next week, John, what's happening next week? Next week, we're going to be visiting with David Goldfield. And if you are a regular reader of emails, David has several different email lists, each on a different assistive technology subject. So David will be with us. And uh, he also... Um, is a, an assistive technology trainer, so he's uh, heavily involved, and he'll talk about that and more next week here on Tech Talk. Thanks so much for being with us. We're continuing to plan Tech Talk, so if you have ideas, uh, then you can get in touch with us, please, because if what you want to hear is what we would like to bring to you, and we're still working uh, on, on on different topics for Tech Talk, so. That would help us tremendously. Thanks so much for being with us. Also, thanks to Alan. Thank you, Ron, as well, and everybody else who made this uh, a very exciting hour. And we will talk to you next week on Tech Talk.